award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. We've got a great show for you today. All about creek fishing. Uh, Mr. John Dalton is with us again. Uh, yes. To talk about... Uh, just fishing, fishing, and fishing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was so much fun the first time. We had to have him back. Yeah. Sure. Uh, if you've uh, watched or listened to Wildcast in the past, you've uh, you've seen him and you've heard him. Uh, it's been a while, so it was good to get him back in studio. And thanks for coming to Nashville. Oh yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, glad to be back on the show and awesome to be in the studio here. I gotta can't wait to go look at some of the animals I got mounted out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We, we in our lobby here at the office, we do have a few. Uh, you know, fish and, and deer and some things there for folks to look at. But yeah, yeah there's uh, a few world records out there and, and all that fun yeah. stuff. But Yeah, last right. time we were on location at Cleveland State, I believe, right? Yeah, yep. that's right. And, yep. uh, in their auditorium. And uh, so anyway, glad you could come to us this time, John. Appreciate yes, sir. that. Um, well, let's... As always, let's uh, highlight a, a radio station, and maybe we got a, another secret highlight. Do today. a salute this morning, this uh, this show. Yeah, we've got. Uh, we're going to go back to our flagship station in Cowan, Tennessee, WZYX Radio. Um, it's uh, Wiseman Media Station, and uh, they were the absolute first radio station to take on Wildcast. Yeah. So, they started it all, and uh, we appreciate them to this day. We're on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m., and uh, it's 1440 a.m., 94.5 and 95.3 FM. So uh, got you covered down there in the Cowan area. Awesome. And uh, Tim's Ford and all that, you know, a lot of a lot of good fishing areas down that way. So, Definitely. Uh, anyway, we appreciate them. And, you know... I mean, Wildcast is everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on radio, it's on social, and uh, we are also on TV. So uh, we're on three stations right now, television-wise, and uh, we'll just highlight one this morning, or today. This morning, uh, Wilson County Television, WCTV, uh, weekdays at 7.30 a.m., and uh, 7.30 p.m. I said weekdays. I meant weekends. Oh, there so you go. So Saturdays and Sundays, 7.30 a.m. and p.m. So uh, we appreciate WCTV right there in Wilson County. Yeah, yeah. So that's, it's awesome. It's it's amazing uh, the places you can get the show. And we're oh, thankful, know, for, yeah. thankful for the radio stations. We're thankful for the TV stations. Uh, and, you know, as well, you can catch us on social, Facebook, Instagram. Right. Uh, we're out there on YouTube, so all those places you can watch the show. But uh, it's great to have those partners that want to share the share it's, the info. It sure is, really is. Um, well, I also want to mention the e-store. We mentioned it a lot, but the e-store is out there. Shop.goutdoorstennessee.com. Pick up a hat similar to the one I have on today. Uh-huh. Um, and then also your licenses. Pick up your license at GoOutdoorsTennessee.com. Uh, make sure you're legal and. What's going on now with those licenses? Don? It's three sixty-five. Yeah, for it's good for a full year after you buy it, no yeah. matter what day you buy it. No so, matter what day. So that's a big change this year, and uh, and a good one because because mm-hmm. we'd had a lot of feedback over the years that yeah. people just wanted to have that that full year's worth of use at it, and and you know makes sense, deservedly so. So mm-hmm. so we're glad that that's that's a reality now. Awesome. Well, let's jump in, John. I, I appreciate you being with us today and uh, look forward to 
catching up with you, and I think that's what we'll start out with. I mean, uh, maybe introduce yourself a little bit to the folks out there listening yeah. and, and kind of what you've been up to, and then we'll dive into some of the stuff that I saw on your social media that you've been doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my channel, I got it, Creek Fishing Adventures is the name of my channel on YouTube. It's on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and uh, it's a channel I started um, about six, five and a half, six years ago and turned into a full-time job about two years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I get to fish all over. Now, I just got done coaching basketball, so I was limited a little bit. But through the winter, um, I'm always trying to do something or find some fish. Or there's stuff out there to be you know, found. So I was able to ma- maybe uh, make a few ca- uh, catches. That was pretty cool. We can talk about that in a minute. But um, I, just, um, I just try to fish wherever I want. My main thing is creeks. And it's about to hit March, or is it say March? Yeah. So um, we're <laughs> about here. we're about to get into the, my favorite time of the year, early spring, and as soon as that water's getting a little warmer, getting out there and walking through it, standing mm-hmm. in there with it, and I know that's how you like to fish a lot, and um, that's just what I love. I love catching a lot of fish, but I love targeting um, mostly fishing creeks and stuff, and uh, multi species. I've gotten to travel to the coast of North Carolina and Florida and catch all kinds of different types of fish and. All kinds of different types of waters. Yeah, but my main thing is if I can catch it out of like a smaller stream or, or flowing water, that's that always seems to be more exciting. I, I've always said that, like you mentioned, it's it's one of the most fun types of fishing for me is creek fishing, getting in there with them and 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 catching in those little those little pools and holes and trying to find them. It's fun. Yeah, I told sure. John I was so proud of him for not being late this morning because he had to cross <laughs> Seven Mile Creek to get in here, <laughs> yeah. and it, and it's attractive. You know, you you cross that little piece of water and you go. Oh wow! I'd love to. I know John does anyway. <laughs> I looked it over pretty good. A lot of people would probably just drive right over it, and not not recognize it for what it is or could be. But uh, mm-hmm. John's the kind of guy. He's got the eye for it. Yeah. yeah. When you gave me the address last or whatever it was, yeah. just a couple days ago, when I typed it in, I saw oh, there's a creek going through there, and then there's a park. You have a park right beside it, and, yeah. and then there's sidewalk. Yeah. So I'm like, I already <laughs> in about five minutes, I'm like, I already looked at all this stuff. I'm like, okay, there's another spot to check out. Yeah, yeah, it's it is amazing right here next to the headquarters. There's uh, walking trails that go right down by Seven Mile Creek, right. and I, I used to fish that on my lunch break. Sometimes I'd go down there and cast a line. And, I remember being down there with you. Yeah. yeah, and it's a great place to shoot video too. If we shoot little commercials and stuff down there. Yeah. But uh, speaking of finding spots, let's jump in on that. How yeah. do you how do you locate where you want to go and, and kind of. Uh, you know, create a game plan. Yeah, yeah, I, I like I like that. I get asked all the time because I go to so many different places. And they're like, "How do you find these places?" Well, I go out there and look for them. <laughs> and you know, boots internet, on the ground. Internet's your best friend. There's, I mean, I I, I was thinking about it, like what, talking about it before I came on the show, and I think it was last night. I just tapped in Nashville parks, and there's there's park after park, and then there's pictures of them, uh, mm-hmm. like what they have at the park, and almost everyone has a creek. Yeah, I mean, some of them are on the same creek, uh, like Mill Creek has several and stuff like that, but. Within 30 minutes, I guarantee you there's 10 public parks, probably more than that, that have creeks that you can catch fish out of. Yeah. And, I mean, some people might go there, but most of that stuff's just overlooked. And a lot yeah. of it has miles and such stretches of it. And I've fished several of them, and I plan to do a lot more. But drive around, go somewhere. Um, I used to do heating and air, so I would drive all over. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be stopping all the time, and I'm still working. I'm like, let me just go hell in here and look. <laughs> <laughs> but I get on the internet all the time, Google. Um, if you have, if people um, have trouble finding like public places, just type in parks. Type in um, uh, if you name a, name of a river and just mm-hmm. type in kayak access or, or canoe ramp, or ramp. And a lot of times it'll, it tells you all. Here's a public one. Here's a private one. Here's a this. There's so much. You just if you type it in, and then if you just 
if you have a there's a stream going, if it, even if it's a real small one, you're like, well, just follow it downstream. Yeah. It's going to lead you somewhere. Yeah. There's so much out there to be found. It does take a little work to find the really good holes and the good spots, but that's why it's more rewarding, I feel like. It's just more fun. You found it yourself. You might fish something that no one's fishing. Yeah. You could be catching totally wild fish um, that no one's been casting at. Yeah. You know, so it's... It's it's really exciting. I love doing that. Yeah, and then I think you know the apps are great. Uh, Onyx Maps, you know the oh, Google yeah. Maps and all that stuff is is great for finding those spots. But if you find something uh, maybe it's outside the city a little bit, you know it's that opportunity to ask that landowner if you could cross over and, yeah. and hit some of those creeks that maybe never gets fished, like you talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's so many places that I, I've I've did that before. We're like, hey. I just, you mind if I fish here? Oh yeah, you can fish here. And I know this guy. He he said you can fish this area. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot. of access that it just takes a you know a little bit of asking a little bit of searching talking to people for sure yeah that's neat well um all right well i was uh, perusing your your facebook channel and and seeing what you've been up yeah. to and and uh, the first thing that caught my eye was the kayak tournaments that you've been fishing in tell us about what that's all about i mean uh it's like you, you you're weighing your fish or you're measuring your fish and and scoring them and, and yeah i love them i I wasn't really a, a bass fisherman, and I never really fished off boats like until I started this YouTube channel and people invited me out. So I never had a boat, really. Never, I barely kayaked, but I wasn't really co- competitive in it, mm-hmm. and I just kind of enjoyed it. And uh, I really like these tournaments because they forced me to fish a little harder and learn a little more. And we go out there, and it's eight hours usually from, like, it'll be on Saturdays, 7 to 3. And um, we, we, uh, where I'm at with the group I'm at, we rotate um, around Knoxville mostly. So we just had one on Norris, and it was 35 degrees all day and ice coming down. But wow, <laughs> I caught four fish. So it could it can be really rough. Yeah. But um, so our our uh, the group that I'm with is um, uh, Tin Cat T N K T T, and um, there's probably 30 40 people, and you don't have to do every one, but you can do each each tournament if you want to do it. Um, it's not really expensive. You just and you can pick any place on a lake. So there's not a like at a a boat term. There's a boat launch. You, right. can, you can go anywhere, any public access, and I love it because I'll find the most backwoods little <laughs> channel that no one will go. Yeah. And I try to because I always want to fish by myself. I don't want to be fishing on top of people, and I just want to be out there, find a place out of the way, and um, you you measure the fish. So okay. it's all done through an app, TourneyX. They have an app. They do all kinds of tournaments, but you you lay your fish on your board. You take a picture of it with your identifier, and it all goes by length. Okay. So no way, all length. Take a picture. And then you let the fish go. And then um, we do top three fish. Some do five. You know, it depends. And um, so your three biggest fish count. And if you upgrade during the day, that one replaces a smaller one. Sure. And, um, you know, one fish makes a huge difference with that. So you, you, you might catch or lose a 20-incher, and that's, a, that's a you know, <laughs> from first to 15th yeah. or right. something like that. Right. So um, I like how simple it is. It's very easy. You don't have to know anything. You don't have to catch a ton of fish. And you don't have to really target big. I just go out there. Just my goal is just to catch fish, hmm. like twelve inches is the minimum. That's what I'm going for. Uh-huh. Once I get my three, like twelve inches or fit whatever, then I'm like, okay, let's see if we can get a bigger one. Yeah, you know. And uh, I just take a real simple approach, and you know, and I just I enjoy it. Try not to get burned out. Um, some people get so focused into it. I I have to stop and eat and take a, <laughs> you know, drinks and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, it's it's really fun and it's opened up. Um, fishing a different way, and it's something I can do through the winter where the creeks are really um, slow. I really don't get in much creeks, but mm-hmm. you can go out in the lake, and especially a new lake, it's a new experience, and try to figure it out. 
That's cool. Yeah, I see that. Well, you totaled forty six inches in your last one, and eleven out of twenty six anglers. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, the top. I think I had like fifty two. Mm. So, but like some so one tournament, forty six could win it. Yeah, one tournament it could be not. And you know, you just and that's the thing is like you never know what's going to happen. You don't know what the other people are doing. Now you can keep track of it. Like you can look and kind of see, but some kind of people things. don't upload their fish right away. <laughs> <laughs> it can be tricky. Sandbag yeah. a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's it's a fun, and um, all the guys that are in it all are just kayakers, and they just enjoy fishing, and and uh, it's, it's and we usually have a meetup afterwards like that. Yeah, that's cool. And everybody talks about how many fish they didn't catch, and <laughs> the one like that got away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, while we're on the water, uh, and also re- uh, saw that you got you a flat bottom now, so you're. Adventuring out a little bit. Yeah, I decided, I was like, I want to try getting a boat, and I don't want to take away from what I love to do, but I was like, so I, I got on Facebook Marketplace, got me a little boat for like $2,000, 15-foot um, aluminum, and uh, I've taken it out and caught white bass already on it. Yeah. Um, about ran out of gas the first trip. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you learned your lesson. Yeah. I think it's super lightweight, too. It's like, I don't know, it's, I'm trying to get into it, and it's a little, it's a good test to see if I really want to buy a nicer boat in the mm-hmm. future, or if it's like I'm probably not going to do that much but it's fun to be able to take somebody else out with you that was the kind of thing i wanted to be able to get to some new places and also be able to take somebody else with me yeah um so i'll probably will get a nicer one eventually but i like how that thing's so cheap and and little and i don't care you, you can know, go just about anywhere beat it up or do whatever to it it's not gonna <laughs> you know hurt me right yeah right well you can get up in those creeks too i mean you know and 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 fish out of the boat yeah there's a couple like especially small rivers down by me i'm really here in a few weeks i'll probably take them up in there and uh, they're real shallow, uh, but it's like clear water and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they get all kinds of different fish coming up in there. So we'll see what we can find with it. So what do you power it with? Uh, it's got a 35-horse, two-stroke. Um, I think it's Evan Rude. Oh, okay. All right. It's uh, The boat's an 83 model. I don't know if the engine is, but it's <laughs> it's old. I don't know much about them. So this is a good little learning. And we'll see if it tears up, it tears up. But <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> right great. now it's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um well, you, you kind of teased us earlier about a, a big catch that you had uh, this year so far, and, and I'm excited to hear about uh, the musky trip. Yeah. Uh, I saw a post uh, on, on your Facebook where you had, was it two? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about that. That's crazy. I've never caught a musky. I caught one out of a river in uh, Middle Tennessee, and it was on accident kind of. It was a, it was a musky river, but I just hooked it at the end of the day on a tiny little lure. Um, and then there, there's a river by me that's it's only like 20 minutes away. That they stocked them in the lake, and I've had two of them hit on, when I'm fishing the lake and break off because mm. they they'll just hit. One was on a spinnerbait, one was on something. Else. I'm just reeling in, and boom, they hit. Yeah. So I'm like, I have to land one around me. Um, and uh, there's this place this that's down below the dam, and people catch them there. And I've gone probably 20 times and never caught one. <laughs> and I see them every <laughs> once in a while, and I'm like, how do you people catch these things? Yeah. So it, it's like raining like crazy the other day, and there was like nothing to do. I'm sitting around. And uh, I'd been editing videos. And it was like 2.30 to 3. And I'm like, I'll just go out and make a couple casts, you know. I was like, I'll put my camera on. Just I wasn't even expecting to catch anything. The water's up. Like fourth cast, I walk up to the, this little bank. And I'm like standing back a little ways. And the water's muddy. I just flip in a little um, paddle tail um, yum swimming, swimming dinger. And I pull up. I'm like, there's a fish. <laughs> there's a muskie on there. Off the, out of, off the bank. Off the bank. Okay. I'm just walking up. I cast in. And boom. And I don't know how big it was. I didn't get a measurement, but it's a good-sized fish. Yeah. I'm on, like, 12-pound line. 
Somehow, barely hooked him in the corner of the mouth. <laughs> oh, wow. It just had like the perfect exit. I fought the thing for a while. Finally got him and got a good uh, view of it on my camera. I set my camera down. I'm like, this, that's crazy. I was like, how easy is that? <laughs> I can never. So I'm like, well, let me go make a few more casts. 30 minutes later, I throw a spinnerbait, catch another one. Wow. At a different little calm. They're, they're, the water was so high, they were pushed way up shallow. Mm. And it was muddy, so I don't think they saw me, where it's usually clear. Yeah. Yeah, within 30 minutes, I caught two. Wow. Landed both of them. And uh, I'm like, should I even, and I'll never fish here again. I'm just done. <laughs> like, what's the chance of that happening again? And so but, you're out there probably with your light tackle, right? I mean, you're you're going after smaller fish probably, right? Yeah, I, I thought, I knew that they were in there, and okay. I thought maybe there's a chance. But I, I, the first lure, I was just a bass lure. I wasn't even really thinking about it. And then yeah, I only had, like, I had, like, my medium heavy with, like, 12-pound line. Okay. And I'm like, eh, I was going to change to, like, a heavier line, but I'm like, I probably won't catch anything. <laughs> it's one of those ones I'm like, ah. uh, so yeah. And then the second one, I was like, well, they might hit a spinner. I'm like it might, might, it could happen. And then boom, it happens. So yeah, that's crazy. I've gone back a couple times and haven't caught anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's awesome though. I mean, uh, you know, you get lucky sometimes. Yeah, and as me as um, you know, I'm always trying to make fishing videos. So I'll, I'll go out, especially during the winter, and I'll go out days and days and not catch anything. Mm -hmm. And then you know, you're always hoping for that. Just exciting day and then you know i get to make a video like that showing those two fish yeah in tennessee you know yeah where a lot of people yeah. still don't think there's musk in tennessee you know i get all the time but and then that's another another area where they're probably gonna multiply down that river mm -hmm. um i would imagine there's a bunch right there where that one area but hopefully they keep on growing and going yeah. everywhere awesome yeah for sure well we talked about a little bit about gear. What kind of gear you got with you today? Anything you want to share or show the folks? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would just say, I'm going to just show you this one here. Like, starting out, like, a lot of people get into fishing or creek fishing, and they think they have to have, like, the cheap Walmart stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily have to have cheap things. You can use good quality fishing gear. And they make really high-quality fishing gear for, like, creeks and things. So this one here is a, this is a light action, and a lot of people don't realize there's, more than ultralight, medium, and heavy. You know, yeah. there's a lot of different variances in there. Mm -hmm. And I've used so much ultralight stuff and light that I like a light better than ultralight. It's a little bit stiffer. This is a 6.6 six Cast King um, light action. I got four pound mono and just a 2000 size reel. Uh, pretty simple setup. And uh, I got a little Bobby Garland on there, but this I've caught so many different fish off this thing. Yeah. And I'll take it a lot of times to the river and stuff and either fish for crappie or bluegill or, or little bass or anything. But especially like a real smaller stream. I got a, this one's a six six and I got a six foot that I really like to use. Mm -hmm. And on that four pound line, it'll hold up to a lot of stuff and you can you can catch that's what I like about it. This this right here is like my multi species fishing. I'll just catch whatever is biting. Yeah. And there's a million fish that'll hit a little lure like that. Mm -hmm. And um especially different uh areas you go to and then i've, I've kind of evolved into my serious <laughs> i call this my serious bass fishing creek fishing <laughs> rod okay so um as you know you've, you've seen especially a lot of the streams through here they're you know they're they got a good population of smallmouth and i've i've gone enough times now where i've broke off on really good fish mm. or had them not get a good hex hook set and this rod right here get you up here is a uh, it's a six eight medium extra fast. Uh, I got twelve. I think it's fifteen pound braid with like a ten pound leader. A little Helgramite there. Uh -huh. I've caught so many fish off that thing. Oh, those are great. And yeah. um, I hook it up pretty much weedless, and it 
I can throw it out and I can fish it so many different ways. I can it'll tumble in the current and you, you've seen bass sitting there. Mm-hmm. It's like a trout. They want something just kind of flow right in front of them and it looks natural. And I've I've really learned how to fish that lure and to fish an area really well to get fish that maybe they weren't not, not hitting a uh, a crankbait or maybe they're not hitting something that's going by really fast. Not a reaction. Yeah. They want that a little bit slower mm-hmm. and they're a little deeper and especially like coming in spring like right now, those. I've caught some really good bass in areas that you wouldn't even think fish would be there. Yeah, you know, right underneath a like a current coming in or a deep pool, they're they get way up into it mm. and they'll be sitting down the bottom and you don't even know they're there. So I'll throw this in and let it drift down into it, and um, that's why I like the medium extra fast because it'll get it'll drift down in there and you'll you'll get a bite, but with that current you'll have so much slack in your line. You got to get a good hook set mm-hmm. and you want a real sensitive rod. And um, I've had to learn this from a lot of missing fish and losing <laughs> fish that I've come across. I love this six eight or six ten size. Yeah. And um, and this is a this is a hundred forty dollar rod. You know, it's not super expensive, but it's a lot more than most people think they need for creek fishing. Mm-hmm. But it, it makes a difference if you really want to catch those two and three pounders that are in there. And it's still light enough where I can, if I pull in a 10-inch uh, rock bass or smallmouth or largemouth, it's still fun. You can still feel it. Yeah. But if you, when you get into those good ones, you do not want to lose them. Yeah. And um, I, I have a couple memories where I've seen fish. <laughs> and I'm, I'm using just a little bit lighter tackle or something, and they just snap me off. Nah. And you're like, those things are so strong. You don't realize how much power they have. Yeah. Well, you've talked about the, the rod length there. I mean, I think uh, – don't be confused or don't be afraid to use a little bit longer rod because that's going to give you a little more control, right? A little more uh, ability to put it in those holes and and, yeah. and cast more accurately because I think that's what my favorite rod is that I've got is like a 6 or a 6.5, something like that, that that's a little bit longer, but it's still great for those creeks. I mean, it, yeah. you can get them right up in there. Yeah, I don't – this right here is about the longest. Like, you can – some people, if, like in the Arkansas, in their streams, you got – they're a lot more open area. Okay. And I know people, they use like 7.3s and stuff. But around most of us, it's a little tighter. Limbs you try hanging to, over. You're, you're, yeah. gonna, you're more likely to hit something. So, And then I don't want to go down too short. If you go down too short, you, you're not getting a good hook set sometimes. So, um, you know, that's, that's one of those things. That I, that's all I do is try to find the best <laughs> and get really good at fishing creeks and rivers and stuff like that. So um, that's where I've come across. I'm, I'm going to make a video pretty soon on targeting bass and streams and mm-hmm. having the best setup. There's so many, like, I watch a lot of bass fishing videos and what are the right rods and reels for using out of a boat or something right. like that. And the streams get overlooked. There is a right, I mean, there's a there's a better thing you can use than just anything. Yeah. You know, and there is, like, specifics. Now, this is here is just, like, a, pretty much a finesse rod most people are going to use for, um, like, Ned rigs and stuff. But it works great for um, targeting bass and streams. Yeah. Yeah, so there is a little bit of a science behind it, and and that's why people love your channel to watch and see you try and and <laughs> and find the right things, and that helps them get out there and have a good time doing it. Yeah, that that's uh, I've been trying to. I don't want to share like information if I don't feel confident in what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm 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 really been trying to learn as much as I can, be really good, and like especially like small rivers and creeks, like stream fishing. I want to be like very knowledgeable in it, in the way I can help people out because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people that really emphasize on that. Because they're mainly doing something else, but that's that's my goal to be the like really good at that and knowledgeable. That way, when I do recommend something, I feel like it's a good recommendation for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that is good. Well, uh, we're gonna run out of time if we don't jump into some of these other things. So, uh, 
I want to talk about your Florida trip and your Georgia trip. You've been fishing a little bit out of state. Tell us what you've been doing there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously when it gets cool and it gets hard to fish, um, going south usually helps out. Yeah. So um, I went, I did one trip where I went down towards uh, the Tampa side. And, um, well, first I stopped at uh, Jenny Springs in Florida. It's a big um, spring. It got, it's got several springs, crystal clear water. T- stays 72 degrees all year round. Wow. Okay. And it's only like uh, it's only five, six hours from here. So uh-huh. it's not far, far drive. It's beautiful, super clear water. And they also have a Suwannee bass in it. So it's an- another species of black bass. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was catching those and uh, went with a buddy. He got a, like a five-pound largemouth. And in the middle of December, you know, and it's 70 <laughs> degrees out there and stuff. So. And then I went, I went on down... Um, about two hours from like probably a Tampa area, and uh, I was like, well, I'm gonna, I need to start, I need to stop and try to just fish some of these little canals. I'm kind of close to the coast, but I'm still in freshwater. So I stopped at one place, and I stopped at another place, and then I, I then I just stopped at another one on these little back roads, and there's all little ramp access. So I was like, I'm putting my kayak in there. I have my kayak with me. I got a kayak in there. I fished about three hours, and it was this was yeah, I think this was in December, late December. And I started throwing a, a topwater, and they were hammering it. They were like, ex- I was, ex- I'm like, oh yeah, topwater, it's warmer down here. <laughs> I caught so many, I caught like seven or eight, at least largemouth, mm. and at least a couple hours, probably a couple hours. Um, just a place I'd never been to before, canal, it goes in, I'm like behind these houses and stuff, yeah. and there's so much different areas. And then I went on down a little further and tried some places, and I caught a couple snook, just casting around little swim baits. Had no idea, never been there before. You know, didn't know anything. No one told me to go fish here. And yeah, there's just there's a lot of stuff. And then in, in Georgia, I went here recently um, to the Flint River because I wanted to cut some shoal bass. And um, I just I took my kayak by myself, and it was a little strong. But I went upstream and found a little cove, and I caught a crappie and a couple white bass, and like three or four shoal bass, and then a few spotted bass. Um, and, you know, and that was another not very four hour drive probably. Just yeah. get down there and came back. So that's crazy. I mean, you know, you got. Uh, there's there's places close, but when you're you said earlier when you go to your destination, uh, you're headed to your destination. And some of the best stops were like in between where you're headed, and you know, yeah. just oh that creek looks nice. Let's try that one. You know, <laughs> that, that I feel that's how you find the best places is just those random spots. Yeah, I'm always looking. I went up to Virginia to fish with a guy, and um, we were going to go up to North Virginia, and I just get into Virginia, and I, I see this stream. I was like, oh, it looks perfect for wading. It's like just the right size. It was clear. I get off the interstate and uh, was it 95? I get right off the interstate. I pull over. I found a f- public access. Caught a three pound smallmouth there. Oh wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you gotta just gotta put the work into it. You gotta you know make a stop here and there. Yeah. You, you can't look it over because I mean sometimes right under your nose. That's right. A lot of people have driven right by that spot. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, John, I appreciate you being with us. We, I think we covered a lot of stuff today, probably left a few things out. But, um, man, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I appreciate being here. Yeah, hopefully you'll get out here and catch the fish. Now, he's been eyeing Seven Mile Creek. I'm sure yeah. there's some more on your list for today. Oh, yeah, and, I got some and, places and to the next few out. days. Yeah. So uh, go out there and catch some uh, Nashville fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, this is Tennessee Wildcast. Don, thank you. You bet. You bet. Thank you, John. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yep. Check out John on uh, on Facebook and Instagram and, and YouTube. YouTube, all his videos there at Creek Fishing Adventures. Um, check out his website and uh, go learn something. He's got a lot of cool stuff out there. So. Glad to be here. Yep. Appreciate you being on. Thanks to Todd for keeping us all uh, in line and getting it all recorded. Making us sound good. Yeah. All right. 
Well, this is Tennessee Wildcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.